1-800-747-3733. And now, back to Drew Garabo Live. Welcome back to Drew Garabo Live. About to welcome a very special guest to the show. And you're hearing him right now. Uh, I think the uh, the first time that I was truly introduced to this man, much like a lot of the music that we love, uh, was through the Sugar Shack. His uh, Sugar uh, Shack session was absolutely amazing. And, and, you know, here we often talk about this uh this group of bands that are on the come up in the rock reggae scene. We love Article Sound System, yeah. Little Stranger, The Elevators, and I think right at the center of, of that movement uh, is this man. Uh, he's originally from New Hampshire, but I guess he's down in the Keys now. Uh, his vibe is definitely reggae strong, but he brings a little bit of everything. It's a little poppy, maybe some hip-hop influence, and uh, we touched on it on the show a few weeks ago. He made the bold move to follow his heart and tweak his name a little bit, uh, which is which is a major move, but he's open to talking about it. And right now, welcome to the show, Joe Samba. What's up, buddy? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. What's going on? Straight oh, out of Salem, man. Yeah. Great to hear your voice. Yeah, man. We're excited yeah. to uh, excited to hear from you. So are you actually in the Keys now? So actually, I'm currently residing in Charleston, South Carolina. Uh, I found out um, that I was having a baby, and uh, we decided to set up shop here and we call it our nesting period. We're hanging out in Charleston. <laughs> very cool. Very cool. Do you know the Little Stranger guys at all? I know they're uh, up in that area as well. Dude, so I, I've corresponded with them a lot. I haven't been able to play with them or meet them in person, but oh. um, I'm in the same area as them. So uh, we're bound to link sooner or later, I'm sure. Oh, my God. We, we You guys got to meet each other because we, uh, we met huh, Kevin and John down at, at Sugar Shack. And uh, we had never seen them. We had only heard a couple of songs, and they just blew us away. And they're two of the nicest guys, and they seem to care a lot about the Charleston music community. So, man, that would definitely behoove you guys uh, to meet each other, especially make it easy oh, for us, Joe, because then John and I can travel up to Charleston, South Carolina, and go see a double bill, Joe Samba, with Little Stranger. Oh, yeah, dude. And I see that happening in the very near future. It would be really cool to do. And just to note on the Charleston music scene, that was a huge ad, like reason why I came here, too, is the music scene is really strong. It's an mm-hmm. awesome place. So I don't know how much you want to dig into the personal personal, but you brought up you're about to have a baby. From what I understand, that can happen uh, any moment now. Are you calling us from the delivery room? Everything <laughs> all good? Is it, is it going to go down any second? If the interview leaves uh, quick, you'll, you'll know why. <laughs> good. Congratulations, dude! Thank you very much. I appreciate it, man. Uh, so let's let's very touch on let's touch on the name thing first, just to kind of uh, start there. So when I when you know when I first heard of you and saw you, and when Drew and I were uh, were at the show uh, where you played with Serenation a few months back at, at Janice, uh, your yeah. last name and your stage name uh, was Joe Sambo, and then um, it, it was kind of funny the way that we found out because we had a I had a I saw your name on a uh, on a flyer somewhere for a show you were doing out west, and I thought. 
these people misspelled his name. What the hell is going on? <laughs> and then I think the day the day after, Drew passed me along your post where you kind of explained it. Uh, you know, it can't be easy to make a drastic move like that while you're in the midst of, of your come up. And I'm sure you can tangibly feel all the people getting behind you. But but kind of just walk us through your frame of mind with, with tweaking that name and, and, and how important it, it was to do so for you. Well, well first off, I just want to say like the, the the whole thing started with my family being called the Sambos growing up. Um, my last name is Sambataro and um, it was just the only way we knew of the word and um, it wasn't until I started hitting the road more and experiencing new uh, parts of the country and different cultures and upbringings and it means something very different to a huge population of the country and uh, I mean uh, you mentioned if it was a hard thing to do. For me, it was an easy thing to do. Um, but, like, overall, the process has been yeah. like trying trying to get everything on the same page with not only my fan base, but just the, the whole map of things. And, uh, you know, that that's something, you know, I've overcome <laughs> bigger obstacles than this, <laughs> and this was an easy decision, to put it short. And, uh, you know, it... it Bottom line, it was the right thing to do, and I'm not doing this to piss people off and trying to bring people together. And um, if it's as simple as changing my name to do something like that, that's easy. You know? Isn't it so. so good to see in today's crazy cancel culture and people are so phobic and calling woke anything that even looks socially progressive? It's so great to have an artist not change it because you're pressured to do so or because you're being shamed to do so. But it's about your own awareness and evolution where you go, huh, they used to call us this growing up. I had no idea that this was something that was used in a derogatory and hurtful way to a to a certain segment of the population. You grabbed the bull by the horns and you decided to do that because it felt like the right thing for you to do. And I have to say, kudos, my man. I think that says a lot about your character and your soul. Thank you. I really appreciate that. And I feel like on top of that, like the important thing is the conversation behind it. Like it's, it's an interesting topic. Like I had no clue. So being able to talk, I honestly, what brought it to my attention was um, in Savannah, Georgia, I was on the road and um, somebody came up to my booth. uh, Who's a black guy. And he came up to my booth um, after the show and said, amazing show. Loved your last song overcome. Um, I really enjoyed your set, but I cannot justify wearing that word on my chest, you know, and that really, and, and having the opportunity to converse with him and actually have a long winded conversation and have an understanding. And it, it just, it made sense. Like that's the only way I had to go. Like, so, yeah. Good for you, man. That's and, and I think that's how we progress as a society, Joe, is we have conversations at each other. That dude could have very well just not said a word or just said, man, that guy must be racist to have that word on his chest, et cetera. But he thought he enough of you to bring it to you. That F you. you know? Yeah. Yeah. But he brought it to you, which is what we do as people. And then you had the right to either decide to discard that or to embrace it and go, hey, Please explain to me, you know, how is this, how does this make you feel, et cetera, and, and that caused you to make a choice that now you're very comfortable with, albeit not so easy on your fan base. Yeah, and everyone's learning from it at the same time. That's that's a benefit. Yeah. That's a- 
I didn't think that happened anymore. That is exciting. John Sending, what you got for our buddy Joe Samba? Do you get do you get pushback at any level with that? Because I imagine so you have this interaction, not to try and peel back the curtain too much. You have this interaction, the ball starts rolling, and you said, you know, the process has been difficult. I mean, in the world where music is mostly streaming, you've got to go through all those avenues. So do you do you have to have a conversation with with your you know, your record label and go, Hey, here's the deal, here's what I'm feeling, and then do you have to sell them on that, or was it pretty much whatever you want to do, we're behind you? No, dude, we have such a great working relationship. I'm with uh, Law Records, um, independent label out of Southern California, and yep. um, they were totally on board. It was it was a no-brainer across the board. So like I said, all that was easy. But just the transition, um, things needing to update, re- redoing all of the social media platforms, and, and ha- I had to take down my first record, The Wrong Impression, um, and re-uploaded as Joe Samba, and um, like that. If that's the hard part, then it was easy, like, <laughs> you know. Oh, whatever. Yeah, absolutely. It, that's a good point. It, it's up and it's out there. I want to get the conversation started about it and just make more people aware. And also, like, listen to my tunes before you judge a character. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing, really. If if anybody had ever, uh, I understand not wanting to wear it on your chest, but as far as questioning your character, if you listen to the content of your lyrics, uh, you can't really do that. Uh, you can't do that too much. Uh, Joe, you know, l- listening to your music, I think you have found the sweetest of sweet spots in this in this new genre uh, this not new genre but i mean it's exploding the rock reggae genre uh very you know kind of ska reggae forward tell us about your earliest influences that aren't uh you know in the reggae realm oh well, i grew up a metalhead bro <laughs> so I, was, I was in a metal band for years and um i have a really musical family so no matter what i was always listening to a bunch of different types of music, but the the more like uh, angsty metal scene was my scene growing up in New Hampshire, and that's where I got my first taste of performing and playing and um, being in a band, and um, and then translating that and those influences to my dad's a bass player, so I grew up on funk music, um, Tower of Power, uh, all these. Awesome funk. Whoopsie. So, it, it's good. We got a button for it, but just don't, do, just don't do it again in the next 10 seconds and we'll be safe. Yeah. But, um, but you know, I, I just kind of mesh all those influences together and kind of create my own organic thing. Um, it seems to uh, be working. People seem to be digging it. So it's awesome. Joe, how rewarding is it when you look out at a crowd like at Janice or wherever you play and in such a divisive society where we don't see each other as people because of social media and we're so dehumanized to each other, you're not only experiencing, but you're curating experiences where people come together and ex- and, and they celebrate not just your music, uh, but the unity and the, and the feeling of, of coming together and, and, and exalting in that joy. Uh, especially with what's going on in today's world, that's got to feel immensely gratifying for you. Oh, unbelievable. And, bro, that Janice show, when I, when I met you guys, that show in particular was so surreal for me because, um, you know, where I'm from, New Hampshire, I've been able to play some shows, and obviously that has its own, like, gratifying moment being in my home state. But being in Florida, you know, I'm not originally from Florida, and, I spent a lot of time living there in Key West for a year and um, just going to a place that is somewhat foreign to me 
and people like screaming my lyrics yeah. in my <laughs> yeah. crazy dude at a place like Janice too, where it's like you just I hear about Janice live. And that was my first opportunity to play there, and it was unbelievable. It was really cool. It was Heck a great yeah. show for sure. You can stream his music anywhere you stream your music. It's Joe Samba, S-A-M-B-A. Uh, you can also find his website, check out his tour and everything about him at joesamba.com. Uh, talk to me a little bit about the I Love cover because I absolutely love that. Uh, and I will be honest with you. When I first, I had heard the original by Joyner Lucas uh, back in the day, uh, but then I, it didn't resonate with me when I first heard yours. Uh, out of all the songs you could cover and might cover uh talk to me about your connection with the tune i love because i think you made it your own in a way that few could do yeah so um i love uh, I, i'm homies with the people who make uh joiner's music videos they're all out of new hampshire um so when joiner was getting on the map i was able to hear a lot of this these this new music that they've been recording the videos they've been doing i actually i play a homeless guy in the I Love Music video for Tim. <laughs> oh, that is awesome. So if you look close, I'm in there. But that I was able to hear that song before it was released. So like the hook was just in my head. And I was at the studio, which is the level below where Joyner does his music videos. And uh and I just started recording it. And once it was out, I learned all the lyrics and put out like this reggae version together and I released it and uh, I didn't get a whole lot of traction, but then I re-released it under law and people seem to be really digging it now, which is cool. Heck yeah. Yeah, it, it definitely, it's an earworm and I feel something about when you sing it, 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 it somehow even burrows uh, a little bit deeper into your brain. Uh, I think we've touched on many serious subjects in your history, but but the one thing that I'm very curious about, your, at least your opinion on, uh, I know you're a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan. Uh, what happens to our beloved Buccaneers and who will, who will our next quarterback be? <laughs> oh man, I don't know because to, to be honest, I'm from New England, so I'm a Tom Brady oh, fan. Oh, is that what happened yeah. there? Oh, yeah. oh, oh okay. Yeah. Now I'm a starting to see. I've been getting a lot of hate from my oh, homies back oh. in New Hampshire, and now I'm probably going to get a lot of hate from my homies in Tampa. Oh. But <laughs> Tom Brady's done. I'm I'm just upset about it in general. Oh, man, I know it's sad, but he might come back. You know, he's going to get that. You know, Brady, he's going to get that itching right around camp time, and he's going to decide family life is boring. Business life doesn't feed the same uh, adrenaline <laughs> rush that uh, that football did. He's coming back, Joe. He's got to he's got to listen to his wife, man. He's, he's done. He's got to chill out. <laughs> how, how far how far will you follow? Because uh, I have to say, Tom Brady leaving was a blow, but finding out that Joe Samba isn't actually a Bucks fan may be a bigger blow. I mean, are you are you are, are you prepared? Are you prepared to put on a Niners you know what, jersey if he goes out west? Hey, so if I'm in Carolina, you know, maybe I'll start rooting for the the Panthers, but they have to start. <laughs> in in division, even Joe, you've got oh, no, you've got no boundaries. You're sell killing, out. You're killing me, dog. You're killing me. No, nobody said it, it. Like it's it's a wrong thing to do. Just people don't like it for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he is Joe Samba. Joe Samba music on Instagram. Hell of a guy. Tremendous performer. You can tell he sings right from his soul about all the right things. And John, you know, we need to get him down here with the little stranger boys because Trussin's a little bit too far to drive and selfishly although i wouldn't mind going up there if it meant we got to see uh, all three of those dudes seriously joe is there i know you probably can't you know give us any deep secrets but you know i know that you've probably got 
a tour coming up soon or, or getting on the road, can you just tease us a little bit? Will we be seeing you in the area at least in the next few months? Absolutely. So, um, I mean, I can't per se say any dates yet, but all of it is in the works. And this summer I will be back in Florida. I plan on hitting Janice. Ooh. And it's going to be a fun time. Yeah, I'll be on the road a lot. Nice. We'd love to get you. I told your agent as well. We'd love to get you in studio if possible. Maybe do a little acoustic jam or whatever we can, man. When you come through, just Heck make yeah. sure you hit us up, and we'll do whatever Absolutely. we can Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. That'd be awesome. Good. Hey, uh, just a little advice, too. Is this your first kid, Joe? This is, yeah. Okay. Any so- advice? <laughs> Good. Okay, good, because my son, I somehow got him to 18. Uh, he's now 18 and a half, for crying out loud. So just we'll take one obstacle at a time, and what's in front of you right now is the worst part, childbirth. Everyone says oh. it's hell on the woman. Oh. Everyone says, you know, labor's painful and all that. Joe, you're the one who's got to deal with all that. So we dads, we know who really does the hard work in that delivery room, and that's us. we got to tolerate them screaming, keep the eyes above the equator, no matter how much you might be tempted. Do not look, Joe Samba. Do not oh look. I really appreciate your advice. Honestly, uh, that's kind of all. It hasn't been till this week where it's like all dawned. I mean, like, okay, this is happening at any time. So <laughs> it's, it's happened. It's right around the corner. So I don't appreciate the, uh, the insight because – Yep. So I'm don't look you. directly at it. All right. You, 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 maintain eye contact. It'll 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 increase the intimacy. You'll never see that area again the same way if you look. Do not look if you value your if you value your relationship with her. And, and good luck to you, my man. We we hope to talk to you oh, soon. Thank you so and much. I we appreciate, appreciate the time, man. Good luck. Thank you so much. That was funny. Yeah, you're the Heck man, yeah. Joe. We love you, dude. Hope to talk to you soon, and hope to see you down in the St. Pete area sooner than later, dude. Much love. Absolutely. I'll see you guys this year. Yep. Heck Bye-bye. yeah, bud. What a cool oh, guy. What a he's, dude. He's, he's good, man. And I mean, to be that good and to be that cool, usually, you know, it doesn't, they don't always go hand in hand, but he seems so down and, you know, down to earth to be, uh, yeah, you know, on the come up like that. So hope, hopefully good things come his way. I really dig him a lot. I love his spirit. I just, you know, I wasn't that familiar with his music before we saw him at Janice. And then, um, just listening to the lyrics of his songs, uh, he says the right things. You know what I mean? He's tremendously talented musically, don't get me wrong, uh, but his lyrical content really speaks to uh, the way we should be living our lives, I believe. Yeah, and I think I think that this, uh, you know, this genre specifically, it can be tricky in a way because it is – I don't think you see it often, but I do think you can go in another way where it comes off disingenuine, and mm. he is the opposite of that. Like what he is – he has found out a way to harness the genre and make it his own completely where it feels 100% leg- uh, legit and genuine. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.